Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Bay Area, it's time for Bay Area Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Bay Area Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Leah Davis Coaching, inspiring women of color to claim their wealth legacy. Today on Bay Area Business Radio, we have Emily Kim with Emily Kim Photography. Welcome, Emily. Hey, Lee. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about your practice. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so I am a brand photographer for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to stand out in their industry. Um, so brand photography is kind of like commercial photography, if you've if you're familiar with that phrase. And basically, what I do is I help give small business owners and personal brands the confidence and the consistency that they need to market their business by providing them beautiful photography that elevates their presence both online and um, in print. So billboards, magazines, stuff like that. And I guess really the the people that I work with are all kinds of people, really. So when I say personal brand, it could be anyone from a realtor to a chiropractor to coaches to jewelry makers. They run the gamut. Now, are they typically solopreneurs or owners of small firms or they could be um, a big corporate executive as well? Yeah, so they can be both. I primarily work with smaller businesses like solo entrepreneurs um, and maybe small teams. But occasionally I do have a corporate client who's looking to rebrand their presence. Like maybe they're speaking at events more often or they're writing a book and they just want to elevate their presence. Now you mentioned the, the you used the phrase brand photography. How is that different than like a headshot? Yeah. Yeah. So with the headshot, right, when you think about it, you kind of show up, you get your, you know, you get all zhuzhed up, makeup, hair, you're wearing a suit maybe, and it's just one picture of you that you use everywhere. But with brand photography, it's not just one image. It's really a gallery or a library of images that you can use, and it represents who you are and what you do in your business. So as an example, like with a chiropractor, a headshot would be just the chiropractor, you know, standing against a plain background, and that's something that they can use. But that doesn't really tell me what they do. Um, But for chiropractor clients that I have, what we do is we go into their practice and I will take photos of them in action. So photos of them, um, you know, working on their clients, uh, using things that they use around their office. So they have little um, like models and things that they use to show people what the spine looks like, what they're doing. I show pictures of their, um, of them making adjustments and just showing off what you do in your everyday um, work, everyday life. Now, that sounds good if I have a job that, you know, that I play with toys and I do things like that. But what say if I'm a lawyer or I'm a, an accountant, um, how do you kind of bring out my passion and um, what separates me from everybody else via photography when, you know, what, what I actually do is like I sit at my desk and think? Yeah, that's actually a really great question. Um, So a lot of my clients spend most of their days in front of a computer and I have worked with a law firm and let's just take them for example. They are personal injury attorneys. So the way that we pull out that information is we go through a planning process. So when you think of photography traditionally, a lot of the times it's kind of like a you show up and you take pictures and then you leave. But with brand photography, there's a lot more planning and strategy that goes into it. So before the photo shoot, we have a planning call and I have you fill out a questionnaire and we go over what you do in 
a lot of detail. And that's kind of how we start to pull out the things that you use in your everyday work. So a lot of the time it's going to be a laptop, obviously. It could also be your phone. It could also be books. Um, and then the more I learn about how my clients work with their own clients, the more I can kind of dig deeper and ask what other tools that they use. So with those personal injury attorneys, when they first meet with the client, they have these tiny model cars that they bring in so that the client can show them the situation that happened. So that's not something that I would have thought initially, like, like when you say you're a lawyer, I don't think, oh, you're going to have little models that show off like what your client's situation is. But that's kind of how we begin the planning process. And everyone comes to me and they're like, Emily, all I do is work on a computer. But there's always ways to show off what you do digitally in a photograph. Now, what do you say to the folks that are like, look, my camera, I mean, my phone's a camera. I'm on Instagram all the time. Like, why would I hire a professional photographer? I, you know, I can do it or my kids 20 years old, they're, they're on their phone constantly. They take a million pictures. Why don't I just use them? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of my clients when they first come to me, that is what they've been doing already. Right. They'll, you know, be out and about. They already look nice. They'll ask their husband or their kid, Hey, can you take a quick photo of me? But then the more often you do that and as you grow your business presence online, that will get you to a point, but there always comes a point when you're like, okay, I only have so many phone pictures. I am posing the same way in all of them. I'm tired of taking pictures. I'm tired of organizing them. I'm tired of editing them. Or um, yeah, it just ends up being a huge time suck. So that's where the library of images comes in. And then another reason that people stop doing that is they either get a big brand deal or they're going to have a big feature in a publication and they're like okay this is a really big publication i don't want to use my phone picture that my kid took in this publication i want something professional that shows that i am a professional and i am a leader in this industry so now when you're working with your clients and you're going over this um you know you're having them fill out the form so you really can understand them and go layers deep to really explore possibilities in terms of getting the right uh, framing, the right background, the right materials in the, in the photograph. Are you helping them also kind of maybe get clear on what colors are the best for them that align with their brand? Are you, are you kind of, it sounds like you're going a lot deeper than just, I'm just taking a photo that looks good. Um, it, there's more strategy to this that is maybe, has more depth and more layers to it than a lay person would really realize or understand without talking to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brand photography is a lot of business strategy as well. So one of the first questions that I ask is, what are your business goals over the next one to three years? Because when I know that, then I can help brainstorm photos that will actually help drive those business goals, right? Because now, um, brand photography is getting a little bit more popular, I guess. And when people first start, they see what they see on Instagram, right? And that could be, oh, I need a picture of me sitting at a laptop because that's where I work. Or I need a personality picture of me holding a coffee mug. Well, it's like, okay, a lot of people probably use their laptop and use their coffee mugs. But what really starts to create compelling imagery is when you dig deeper into what are your goals? Where do you want to go from here? So uh, another example is, let's say I I've had some clients that come to me and they're like, hey, I am working on getting into more speaking gigs. And that's one of their one, one three-year goals. And 
with that, what we'll do is we'll actually stage photos of them at like a faux speaking event. I will set up a mic. We'll have them. I'll take pictures of them talking like in action as if they were at a speaking event and having those pictures, it, it, it helps drive those goals, right? Because if they have a picture of them at a speaking event on a website, then people, uh, potential publications or events that are coming to their website are going to be like, oh, this person like has a pro picture of them at a speaking event. Now, when you're doing your work and you have a client and you mentioned that it's not one photograph or four or six or 10, it's a hundred ish. Um, are you kind of strategizing in terms of, okay, since it's a hundred, let's give them material that's going to work throughout the year. So like, is there holiday pictures or pictures around, you know, meaningful, um, events or days that throughout the year so that they can deploy these photographs, you know, year round or they're evergreen that they can kind of come and go as the year goes on, depending on what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. So more along the lines of the business strategy questions that I ask. Um, I also have a business background. So I have my MBA and I have a little bit of experience in advertising as well. So when we first approach a new project, when a client first approaches me for brand photography, another one of the questions that I ask, in addition to what are your business goals, what is your brand mission, um, and the visual stuff, like you mentioned, we'll go into colors and more of the visual aspects as well. But another question I ask is what is their launch calendar or just their business calendar over the next year looking like in general, because if they have an upcoming launch, upcoming event, uh, holiday promotion, stuff like that, then yes, we can add into that gallery and plan, okay, let's make sure we get two to three holiday shots. Let's make sure we get enough photos to fill out your sales page for this upcoming launch. And that's those questions help us drive the shot list is what it's called, is what are the must-get photos that we get on photo shoot day. And then when you say a shot list, like how many shots are there? I know there's a hundred-ish photographs, but how many shots does that typically turn out to be? Is that 25 shots of four photographs each? Is it 10 and 10? Um, like how, did, how is that determined? Yeah. So I don't get super dialed into the numbers because what I, what I like to do is the way we plan the photo shoot, we'll plan for about two to three locations and then we'll plan for a variety of outfits and based on those locations is where we'll figure out, okay, what are the types of images that we want to get here? So I like to call them themes or stories, and it's basically pretty self-explanatory. There's like one story that we might want to capture is my client working in their office or my client working with one of their clients, and that can be a story. So depending on how important that is to the client, like if they need photos of them working with their clients, we'll prioritize that and that can yield more images. Um, so it it kind of depends on what the client's priorities are. Wherever they lie, I'll make sure to get more images in that story. Um, but for example, holidays, right? We don't need tons and tons of holiday photos because it's only going to be useful for maybe a couple of weeks out of the year. So maybe we'll get five to 10 images, depending on what they're planning on doing. Like if they're going to be posting on social versus an email newsletter or something in print, knowing where they're going to be using the images or where they plan to helps me figure out um, in my head how many we'll probably need to get per story. So now when they're working with you, is there 
also, I know you're capturing the photos. Are you also giving them some counsel on how best to deploy them? Like, hey, this is going to be better for mobile or this is going to be better for your website um, or this should be shared on LinkedIn. Like, are they also, uh, you know, some kind of distribution suggestions as well? Yeah, absolutely. So this also depends on the clients. Sometimes I'll be working with clients that have a marketing coordinator or a marketing strategist that will be able to handle that for them. And sometimes they'll give me a list of, hey, here's where we're going to be using the images. So I need a, you know, a long horizontal image for the website um, header, or I need a square image for LinkedIn or something like that. But if it's a client that maybe is doing it all themselves, then I do have tips on, hey, make sure you use vertical images for Instagram because those are going to perform the best. And then I provide, after I deliver the whole gallery, I have some information on, hey, here's the best types of images to use on social versus here's what you should be using on your website and stuff like that. So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in photography? Yeah, so kind of a roundabout story. Um, I actually, my background is in computer science. And um, like I said, I did my undergrad degree and then I did my MBA back to back. And the way I started doing photography is while I was still on campus finishing up my graduate degree, I needed a way to make money. And I've always been that person that had a camera in hand. And I had a couple of friends ask, hey, will you take our graduation photos? And I said, sure. And I just kept doing that. And then when I got a job as a software engineer out in the Bay Area, I just kept doing it because I liked doing it on the weekends. So, you know, I worked in tech. I kept doing my photography business on the side. And the more I did it, the more I was like, wait, I actually really like this. And this seems like a pretty viable career option, too. So once I started thinking about it with like, oh, wait, I can actually turn this into my career. That's when I started taking it a lot more seriously. And it was just a really good match for me personally. I've always had an entrepreneurial kind of spirit. And then being able to work with all kinds of business owners in all different industries has been so rewarding just to learn about them, to see how they run their business, to help them run their business and give them marketing collateral that grows their own business. It's been really, really rewarding for me. Now, is it limiting in the sense that um, you have to physically be at wherever you are to do this kind of work? Like, so all your clients have to be in and around the Bay Area or is it something that you travel? Like, how do, how do you handle that side of the business? Yeah, so almost all of my clients right now are local, but occasionally I do get a travel inquiry and that is something I can travel for um, as well. I was, I'm, I mean, barring the pandemic. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very open to traveling. I have um, something coming up in the next couple of months where I'll be flying down to Southern California, hopefully. And it, it's definitely something I can travel to. And if not, if someone's not um, in the position to where they want to hire an out-of-state photographer, then I always have recommendations to help people because I just want people to have what they need, you know. Now, on your website, it mentions that you do uh, mentorship. Can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I do a few different things in the mentorship arena. So sometimes I'll have photographers come to me that are maybe wedding photographers or more personal portrait photographers that want to break into brand photography. So I offer a, a mentorship session for them and they can ask me whatever they want. They can come prepped with questions and we'll go over my process and how I go about running my brand photography business because it's really great. And I love that other people are getting into it too, because I think that just elevates the whole industry. 
And on the flip side of that, sometimes I'll have my clients that aren't photographers ask for marketing help. Um, so whether that's helping them implement their images or helping them with their Instagram strategy, I kind of do, um, I, I can act as like a marketing strategist for my clients as well if they need support in that area. So in your work, you're 100% brand photography or do you do that kind of the college, you know, those photos or the, you know, the family photos when asked as well? Or are you just kind of, hey, I'm a brand photographer and that's what I do? Yeah, I'm about 100% into brand photography. Occasionally, I'll have, you know, longtime brand clients that say, hey, Emily, I need a family photo for our Christmas card this year. Will you take it? Because I don't want to work with someone else. Then I'll definitely do that. But I am 100% in the brand photography field. Wow. Is there a lot of people like you out there that are kind of all in on brand photography? Or is this kind of something that just uh, like the wedding photographer is just adding to their skill set? It's definitely a little bit of both. Uh, brand photography has grown a lot in the pandemic, too, because when the pandemic started and everything went online, everyone realized, oh, wait, I need to be online. I need to put myself out there. And I, when the pandemic first started, I noticed that my business had a huge, I had a huge influx of inquiries just because everyone is online and everyone needs to promote themselves professionally online. So it's definitely a growing field. And I see a lot of current photographers, like wedding photographers, portrait photographers, switching into the commercial field. And it's also great because when you're in brand photography and you're working with businesses, you work Monday through Fridays. Whereas with wedding photographers, you'd, you know, you'd have to work your weekend, Saturday, Sundays, doing double headers at weddings. So it's definitely, um, it works for some lifestyles a lot better than it does for other people. And for me, I, I didn't want to work on weekends. So brand photography made a lot of sense for me in that area as well. So if there's someone out there that is looking uh, to raise their photography game and, and get a hold of you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Yeah, so my website is emilykimphotography.com. And then you can see my brand photography services there as well as my mentorship options. Well, Emily, uh, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. Thanks so much, Lee. It was so great. Thanks for having me. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Bay Area Business Radio.